All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Slim Down and Shape Up. My name is Ben Greenfield and I'm the Get Fit Guy. In previous Get Fit Guy episodes, I've discussed things like natural remedies for soreness, how to structure your post-workout activities and meals to lower soreness levels, and some of the best ways to bounce back quickly from a workout. But it's still extremely common for fitness enthusiasts, triathletes, marathoners, weightlifters, and other people who want to push through soreness, pain, or injury to get through a workout or competition to take ibuprofen, Advil, and other non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications, or NSAIDs, prior to or during physical activity. So in today's episode, you're going to learn whether you should take ibuprofen, Advil, or other NSAIDs before exercise to reduce muscle soreness and pain, or if there may be health or safety risks of anti-inflammatories during physical activity. So let's first look into how NSAIDs actually work. They're typically taken for inflammation or pain and include things like aspirin, ibuprofen, which includes the brand names Advil and Motrin, naproxen sodium, which is Aleve, and ketoprofen, which is Arutus KT. Now, when you take NSAIDs, you prevent your body from manufacturing what are called prostaglandins. And these are natural substances that are involved in mechanisms like protecting your stomach lining or regulating blood pressure and also calling in inflammation to an area that has been injured, which can result in pain, redness, swelling, and discomfort as that natural inflammatory process takes place. Now, because prostaglandins serve functions in addition to simply causing that inflammation you're trying to get rid of, anti-inflammatories can cause stomach upset or gastrointestinal bleeding. And while the risk of stomach irritation or bleeding certainly increases with long-term use of NSAIDs, many exercising individuals simply pop these pills every now and again, for example, to reduce post or pre-workout soreness or to be able to push through pain to complete a competition like a marathon. I want to tell you about today's sponsor, the FitTrack Dara Smart Scale. FitTrack gives you in-depth insights on your fitness progress to help you reach your goals. The Dara Smart Scale measures 17 health metrics, including BMI, hydration, muscle mass, and a whole lot more, and it syncs with the free FitTrack app. So all your health insights are available, well, wherever you are. And the scale takes up to eight different users, which is something I really like about FitTrack because, well, I don't live alone and it's really nice to have those insights available to everybody in the house. Now, I like to track my muscle mass, but my partner has an eye on her hydration levels. So whatever you want to focus on, FitTrack can help you do it. So stop measuring just your weight and start measuring your health with FitTrack. Go to getfittrack.com slash fit to take 
50% off your order. Plus, for a limited time, you'll also save an additional 10%. If you go to G-E-T-F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K, that's getfittrack.com slash fit, and you will save 50% plus an additional 10% off your order. So don't miss out on this amazing limited time offer and go to getfittrack.com slash fit. Now, although studies published since 2005 have investigated the safety of NSAIDs before exercise, my initial reason for recording this particular episode was based on a study that was just released this week entitled Aggravation of Exercise-Induced Intestinal Injury by Ibuprofen in Athletes, and I'll link to this in the show notes. And in this study, nine healthy and trained men were studied on four different occasions. One, taking a standard dose of 400 milligrams of ibuprofen twice prior to a bike workout. Number two, cycling without any ibuprofen. Number three, taking 400 ibuprofen twice at rest. And finally, resting without any ibuprofen intake. In each of these cases, researchers measured small intestinal damage through monitoring something called plasma intestinal fatty acid binding protein. They also measured urinary excretion of special sugar probes that they gave to these men, and these sugar probes are able to determine the amount of gastrointestinal permeability, which is basically a sign that the gut is becoming more leaky. So what did the researchers find? While both ibuprofen consumption and working out both resulted in increased fatty acid binding protein levels, which reflected small intestinal injury, levels were significantly higher after cycling with ibuprofen than after cycling without ibuprofen. In addition, gut permeability or leakiness also increased, especially after cycling with ibuprofen, which resulted in a loss of gut barrier integrity. In addition, the amount of intestinal injury from ibuprofen and gut barrier dysfunction were extremely well correlated. So based on this study, it can be concluded that exercise slightly aggravates your small intestine and ibuprofen turns this into a significantly more risky problem. I can't sum it up any better than the researchers who concluded that, quote, NSAID consumption by athletes is not harmless and should be discouraged. So, as mentioned earlier, other studies have been performed on NSAID use before or during exercise. One study found that taking 400 milligrams of ibuprofen four hours before exercise reduced soreness but didn't actually prevent muscle cell injury, which is kind of concerning since this means that ibuprofen could mask pain, but at the same time it could lead to increased risk of injury as you push through the muscle damage. In this study, researchers measured what's called creatine kinase, or CK, a protein that muscle cells release when they're injured. Other studies have found that NSAID use during long events like a marathon or a triathlon actually decreases kidney function, which can lead to very dangerous issues during exercise, including a decreased ability to properly regulate your sodium and electrolyte status and your hydration levels. And this becomes especially dangerous in the heat, in which there are already a great amount of stressors placed on the kidneys. And this extra stress can create a high risk of long-term kidney damage or kidney failure. One of the most eye-opening studies on ibuprofen use during exercise occurred in research performed during the Western States Trail Running Race. That's a popular and pretty grueling 100-mile race. In this study, runners were split into three groups. One group had no ibuprofen intake. One group took 600 milligrams of ibuprofen one day before and then on race day. And one group took 1,200 milligrams of ibuprofen one day before and on race day. So that group that was taking the higher dose of ibuprofen allowed researchers to see if there's a dose response, meaning whether a more pronounced effect is seen if more ibuprofen is taken. 
So this study found that both of the ibuprofen groups had significantly higher levels of markers for severe muscle damage, including what would be called C-reactive protein, plasma cytokine, and macrophage inflammatory protein, all markers of muscle damage. And this effect increased with higher amounts of ibuprofen intake. Ironically, the race time, the post-workout soreness, and the rating of perceived exertion, or how hard people felt like the race was, was not affected at all by taking ibuprofen, which means that A, ibuprofen didn't help at all, and B, ibuprofen called greater inflammation and muscle damage compared to not taking it. So when should you take ibuprofen? Well, you should always, of course, discuss the use of medication with a licensed medical professional. But you should also make sure your physician hears this episode or reads this article over at quickanddirtytips.com so that he or she is aware of the potential dangers of combining ibuprofen with exercise, especially in the heat. If you're not exercising, and especially if you're not exercising for long periods of time in hot conditions, and you must temporarily shut down pain so that you can, for example, get through the day, Anti-inflammatory medications can be a real lifesaver. For example, on a recent vacation, my wife was only able to enjoy herself by shutting down toothache pain with 1,200 milligrams of ibuprofen a day. However, if she would have decided to go do a triathlon or run 10 miles or hit the gym for a couple hours, I would have been very concerned about her gut and her potential for muscle damage. I would have told her the same thing as I'm going to tell you right now. You shouldn't use NSAIDs to push through pain during a workout. Instead, wait until you're better or find other options to decrease soreness. If you have more questions about whether you should take ibuprofen, Advil, or other NSAIDs before exercise, then join the conversation over at facebook.com forward slash getfitguy. And until next time, this is the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Go get fit.